ready to fire on all cylinders there. I'm always. Rock hard and ready to go. Is that how you're going to finish that sentence? Welcome to It Won't Turn Off. My name. Welcome to It Won't Turn Off. Welcome to It Won't Turn Off. My name is Burton Roselle, your host for the next approximate hour of auditory content. Joining me today is the illustrious Logan, please add me on LinkedIn, Lily, and Andrew, quiet contemplation poll. Oh. My co-hosts through this rollicking new season rollout. For those familiar with It Won't Turn Off, I want to thank you for sticking with us throughout these years, and for new listeners, welcome to the conversation. Each month, It Won't Turn Off, we'll be looking at a different prompt. In this case, we're wrapping up January with two quick-fire episodes tackling the best and the worst of 2018, as well as our predictions for the Big Three's 2019. Oh, yeah. For this episode, we're taking a look at three different highlights and lowlights of 2018, from events to trends and specific games. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode, right after this word from our sponsors. I love our sponsors. For you, the listeners of It Won't Turn Off podcast, Gamefly is offering a free 30-day trial to their new streaming program where you can stream games to their smart TV or other streaming media players free for 30 days. It's a great way to check out this new service. You can get all the new games for a fraction of the price of buying them, and if you do like it, you can buy them outright at the end of your trial. To get your free trial today, go to trygamefly.com IWTO. Once again, that's trygamefly.com IWTO for your free 30-day trial. Today's show is also brought to you by LootCrate.com. Save 10% on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com backslash IWTO. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% saving. Welcome to a Walter Turn Off. It's 2019. <laughs> We're here to give you the best and the worst of 2018. We weren't, we weren't ready for 19 yet. <laughs> yeah, We're... there's nothing left for us to talk about yet for, for 19. We have to let the year kind of We actually, like, in. we've been in this studio... Since 2018, they shut off the lights. We couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we're here. Not right now, we're back in again. a state of we mind. Were li- we oh, were living real? off of just, like, the wood shavings from the desk. We were just this not This faux wood it. desk. Yeah. So yeah. our immune systems are really strong. Yeah. I have at least three gut viruses. Yeah, that's fine. But once those are gone, you'll be strong as a bull. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everybody knows the best thing for a strong body is a good gut virus. Mm-hmm. So... Before we can adequately get into different months for 2019, different series like we did at the end of last year, um, I kind of wanted to talk about 2018's highs and lows, because there were many of both. And hottest fashions. Hottest trends, do's and don'ts, beach care tips. Dating advice, you know, just a little bit of everything. Yeah, we're just becoming like... We're going to have a new Dear Abby section that Britain's going to cut. Yeah, so 2018 was a year full of many mysterious circumstances, mm-hmm. different trends that Dark auras. were both confusing and confounding. Dark auras, political quagmires left and right. Mm. Um, but that's not what we're Deep. talking about. We're kind of just got to talk about the pop culture and video game side of things. Yeah, the stuff that you come to listen to us for, that's what we're going to still talk about. Yep, so we each picked three bests and three worst moments slash things from 2018 to -hmm. talk about um, while we wrap up the month of January before we get into any of our series in February, March, etc. Get excited for those 
Yeah, when they're <laughs> going to be announced, which will be eventually. We um, have a theme. Oh. So what have we gotten into in the start of the new year? Is there anything that happened over break? Anything that we've played? Any media that we've consumed that we care to report on before we get into anything? I played a ton of Smash. Same. Yeah. Like a lot. Like I've, I've beaten World of Light. Mm-hmm. I'm getting through a lot of the spirits. It was all good. Yeah. I beat World of Light. Yeah. I also beat World right. of Light. But yeah. it was 100% um, because I just had to. I just yeah. had to do it just to get that. Number. It was a commitment. It was honestly kind of the worst, which is I'd... kind of funny because, like, when I first started, you'd get like a certain spirit, and I'm like, I just cannot beat that fool. Like that fool can just not be mine. And then after you go through like the three other worlds, you come back and you're like, that was the most pathetic fight I've ever experienced. I think once you get like a handle on what the different spirits do and why you should use yeah. certain ones, you, you tend to come out on top more. The spirits meant absolutely nothing. You kind of just win every fight the yeah. same way regardless. Um, unless it's like heavy wind, then you turn on a thing that's yeah, like, I won't like get a hit by wind one. now. But then you can get like a, like, what are they called? Like an adventure skill that does that for you, which I think is kind of dumb. Well, the adventure skill doesn't fix it. It makes it less. Less, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so like the primary spirits honestly didn't do, it didn't seem like they were actually affecting a lot, but the support spirits did. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, I don't know. I think this Smash is probably... It already has more staying power than Wii U slash yeah. 3DS. I stopped playing Wii U, like, a long time ago, so... And, like, because of the... Like, this game, you can't... There's no reason to go back to Wii U and 3DS. Like, there right. may be reasons to go back to Brawl or Melee if you're one of those kind of people, but... There's always Melee people. Yeah, there's always Melee people. Um, but... This one just like kind of replaces Wii U and 3DS. I agree. I feel like to some degree, this one is the game that the Wii U and 3DS wanted to be. Yeah. yeah. I will say by far my favorite newcomer is Simon Belmont. Oh yeah. And Richter, they're just Richard. They're kind of Richard, <laughs> and your boy Richard. It's me, Richard, from the Simon Belmont games. I'm in the background. I am uh, Richard um, from Castle. <laughs> from the t- from TV, <laughs> from TV's hit Castle. <laughs> when they do the um, when they do the the Nintendo Switch classic, and then like all the Walgreens knockoffs come out. There you one go. of the games will be Castle featuring <laughs> Richard. Castle, Richard. <laughs> featuring Richard and Sammy. Um, I mean they're kind of cheap characters, but they're. So fun to They're play. They're really as. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's to some degree. There's a lot of arguments that people, like K. Rule, is also a freaking powerhouse. Mm-hmm. And I think there's there's been arguments made that it's like people are now upset when a character's actually a good character. But I mean, people do spam moves with them that yeah. make them annoying. I really like Incineroar. Um, yeah, I think he's my favorite newcomer to play as. But I also really like Richter. Yeah. Well, and Simon, but Richter's um, better. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Ridley's fine. I just feel like he should have, like, it's weird because before I was like, oh, this fool don't need to be in here. Like, shut up. People need him real bad. But you play as him now, and it's just like, I feel like he's been here forever. Like, I don't think there's anything necessarily, like, super special about him. Like, he's a good character, but. I don't think I've even played as Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. I just, I don't have like, any desire to. Compared to the, all the other new characters, he's, like, the least 
unique, I guess. He's really I would argue low on my list of new characters. Besides Isabel's god fishing pole. Oh, mm-hmm. that fishing pole. I feel like she's I, I, like an echo. Like r- really, I feel like Isabel. They just didn't want to call her an echo, but she absolutely is. I mean, she's almost an echo. It's like like close enough. Yeah. yeah. But then again, so is a lot half of, the of all characters. the Fire Emblem characters. No, half. All. All of them. You have so, except for you have Marth. except for Corrin and Robin, maybe, or the only it's unique just, ones. No, it's just Ike and Robin, like, because everything derives from Marth or Ike. Marth or Ike and Corrin, uh, I guess, but like. Yeah. I mean, Robin is unique with the magic stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the rest are Echo Fighters. So, like, played a lot of WWE 2K19. Sick. Break. Yo. Um, is that one of the ones where you can play as, like, like, can you play as Macho Man Randy Savage? Okay, then I'm for it. If you have a game, a wrestling game, and I can't play as Macho Man Randy Savage, I don't want it. Yeah, you just have to, like, buy him, like, Even- on the... With in-game currency. Even gotcha. if there is not a character that is in the game, you can find every character in existence in it. So oh, yeah, you can like, like a character create. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. characters. Like there are some uh, that look uncanny, like the people they're representing. Like I beautiful. saw a Superman. Yeah. That just straight up looked like he came from Men of Steel. Like it Men. was weird. Men of Steel. <laughs> Men of Steel, the sequel. <laughs> My wrestler um, was Russell. The Rose Thorn. Beautiful. Um, his Twitter handle is at every rose because every rose has a thorn and his That's last beautiful. name's Thorn. It's really clever. Um, is that also his entrance music? No, because you can't put licensed entrance well, music in there, but like it could we be. Mod it. Yeah. Um, he's just like this really slimy heel. Beautiful. But he's really good. As he should be. Yeah. He's great. Um, I downloaded Chris Benoit. Because there were a lot of Chris Benoit's to download on the internet, which Fair. was kind of confusing to me. Well, y- you know why? Well, I know why. Because people want to bring him back, despite everything that happened. But well, I don't. I don't see the issue. He's the face that WWE <laughs> needs. <laughs> um, but that happened. Played a lot of Diablo as well. Because um, I got Diablo three on the Switch, and it's really fun. Like, it's honestly, I feel like that's the optimal way to play the game, because I don't like playing Diablo with a mouse, which is I'm sure bas- blasphemous, but, like, I just, I don't like having to, like, click on every single item to pick it up, and, yeah. like, click on the enemies you want to, it's just, like, I'd yeah. rather just point in that direction and go. Fair. Yeah. I agree. It's fun, though, and the co-op works. Um, the new season for it starts the 18th, so... Have to try like couch co op with that or something. Yeah, sounds like fun. What about you, Andrew? Uh, two two things that are in my my mind space right now. Okay. One is uh due to the announcement of Dragon's Dogmas's uh on the Switch. I... Dragon's Dogma colon Dark Arisen. Thank you, Britain. It's not like this I mess up for anyone else on that purpose was or anything. This time, said. more dogma. And, oh my god, it's already happening. Like, I start the game, and it's Kingdom Hearts all over again. I can't, like, I'm walking, just straight up chilling, having a fun time. And then a voice comes from, like, a brick goes through the window, and it, it was there's a note. Ralph Wiggum the whole time. <laughs> there's a note on the brick that says, you missed a chest. And then I look backwards, keep going, and then another brick goes through the window. He says, you missed it. And I'm like, well, what? The- <sighs> 
Like, can I just play? Just play yeah. it better, because, like, you need the items. It's just like Kingdom Hearts. Like, these are things that will support you in your quest, even more so than Kingdom Hearts, because Kingdom Hearts items don't actually, like, it's usually just potions and shit. But that's not how it is in Dragon Sogma. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get a whole-ass armor sets and some of the chests and stuff. And again, you have to keep in mind that these are two of my favorite games that I've played the most out of anything. So, like, I'm trying to give you the optimal experience by getting all the equipment that Make you Make you feel get. what he felt. Also, just, like, open your fucking eyes, because they glow. They're the same color as that. Anyway, uh, I I created a character, and that in the character creator looked okay. In front to God. Like, <laughs> looked, like, fine. Like, it wasn't, it was bad, but it wasn't too bad at first. But then it, we all realized I accidentally made Handsome Squidward. Ooh. Yeah, once he started emoting, it was really rough. That's but, like, amazing. a sharper Handsome Squidward. A more, more handsome Squidward. Like, it was terrifying and, like... Beautiful. Do you ever create one of those characters? Logan, do you ever create a character in a video game? Yes. Realize it was terrible, and you cannot play that anymore. You have to restart. Usually when I do a character creator, I try to make them look as close to myself as possible. You're one of those. I'm one of those, yeah. Um, It's either that or some buck wild monster of a being. Mm -hmm. All uh, um, nine nub dolly, rest in peace. Um, he's with the angels now. Anyway, um, we'll update on that later. (laughs) Um, so there's been several times where I'm like, yeah, that looks enough like me. And then the game starts and it actually puts it in the engine of the game. Turns to the profile and and your nose is like, like, I think, (laughs) yes, I think the worst for that is Mass Effect. Like there was, yeah, no, because that lighting is so weird. You have no fucking clue what you're going to look like. So you start and I'm just like. My mom killed me. And it's like back into your neck. And I'm like, oh, God, what is he? Yeah, no, a lot of the, the Bioware games are just that. You like, just have to, general. like, take the Dragon character. Age Inquisition, yeah. like, I started over at least three times yeah. because the character just looked ungodly. You have to just take them behind the shed and put them yeah. out of their misery and start again. In Dragon, it, Dragon Age 1 wasn't like that. Like, it was really, like, you could tell what the fuck you were doing. And mm-hmm. I made a dwarf that looked exactly like me. Nice. And then... Two, you didn't do the character creator because Hawk looks good the way Hawk looks. And if Mm -hmm. you have a custom Hawk, I question you. And then three, it's just like, (laughs) (laughs) good luck. luck. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was weird. When I played Mass Effect, I always did two playthroughs. And one, I was just Shepard. Yeah, I did that with One, I was one that kind of looked like what maybe I looked like in space. Yeah. Space Logan. Space, Space Logan. Logan. That's was his name. Yeah. Space Logan Shepherd. Um so yeah. No, I've been there. I've felt that pain. Speaking of Buckwild creations, I just want it to be known that Matt, everyone's top enemy in Wii Boxing, I brought him to life in Smash because he's really the ultimate fighter of all time. I literally don't even know who you're talking he about. He is like, if you How do you not know? If you've played I, Wii Boxing, I did. You like you'll remember like him. He was a he was a bald man of color, and he was very strong. You could not beat Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt was a god among men, and he made you cry. He made me cry, and I was like, you know what? Matt needs to come back. I will show you a picture. Okay. You'll remember Matt. Yeah, we he's kind of that. was a, just a generic me that somehow be, attained godlike boxing skills, mm. and. <laughs> That's basically all you need to know about Matt. What an origin story. <laughs> He's now in Smash, killing killing gods like he should be. All right, so let's get into this. 
Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah Matt, yeah. you know Matt. Yeah. Um, the best of <laughs> 2018. I remember him. No, the best thing is I made him a little bit older, so it, I like to think he's the same Matt. Like he's he's I gave him some wrinkles. Right. So he's like canonically been yeah training he, and getting stronger. He's been fighting, and he's like, you know what? I'm done with this boxing. And bullshit. then he got a smash. Invitation. I'm here to fight fire tigers and dragon Born. Pokemon. Wait, he was just like a pre-made me with the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was just yeah. like in there. You just had to box him. There he were a was lot good. of generic me's that came along with. He was the one. Sport. It was like you'd not like you had to get like a technical knockout on him because he would get up every time. Mm-hmm. My God, there's so That's many. Every character in WWE 2K19. Yeah. There's so much content revolving around this character. Matt is a dark lord of <laughs> destruction, and I've unleashed him upon this world again. So 2018. <laughs> Um, was a year that happened, and we all chose three separate things that we thought were some of the best moments, and then mm-hmm. three things that were the worst moments. And then we also had just general complaints Yeah, <laughs> to whoever will listen. Um, but I'm going to start off by saying that one of the best things of 2018 was the expansion of the Nintendo Switch library. Yeah, um, The Switch launched with literally nothing more than a prayer and Legend of Zelda. So... As as is Nintendo's right. company yeah, model like, now. It'll be fine. Here's Mario's the... out. What else do you want? Right. Um, and, like, it worked. Um, and it sold consoles. And it was fine. But over 2018, we got Smash Brothers. We got Octopath Traveler. Um, we got a console Pokemon experience. And, like, literally thousands of digital titles mm-hmm. from indies like Celeste, Moonlighter, and Grease to remasters and ports like Katamari Damashi Reroll, Dark Souls, and the Diablo 3 console experience that I talked about a little Which bit Which Dark earlier. Souls on Switch just is kind of a buck wild thought The fact that there is a Solaire uh, an amiibo, amiibo yeah. is a lot. I got the Diablo 3 amiibo. It's uh-huh. a little goblin. It's He's great. adorable. I love it. Um, but from first parties to third party support in indies, the Switch, like, has a very expansive library that already, even though it's already only been out for two years at this point? Uh, yeah, I think. Like, like, two-ish. Yeah, I think around, like, holiday time this year will be two yeah. years. Um, it already has a, a library that is close in quality and number of quality titles to, like, the PlayStation 4 at this right. point. And, I mean, Xbox has a lot of good stuff, but most of it is third-party right. at this yeah. point. So it's, like, it definitely is a console that people have latched onto, and third-party developers are seeing worth in developing for, unlike the yeah. Wii U, which was just Ubisoft. And something that I thought would be just an absolute gimmick of the Switch, I did... I like, I'm in love with now that, you know, you have all these games on now. Like, the idea that I can just pick it up and play if somebody's yeah. watching TV. Like, when that was first revealed, I'm like, okay, cool. When I, am I, I gonna exclusively ever do... played on handheld mode already. Like, I play yeah. like, on handheld mode, I think, more than I play on the TV by yeah. far. I even thought about it because I, I, I got Civ for uh, the Switch. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, how buck wild would it be to play Civ on the TV? Like, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, thinking about it being right. that large, I'm like, no, <laughs> I would throw up trying to, like, manage my whole army here. It also, like, lasts longer than I thought it would. Yeah. It's like two and a half yeah. hours, depending yeah. on what game you're playing. And it charges diary, like. fast, so, like... Yeah. yeah. The Switch is good. Switch, Switch is, is good, good now. <laughs> so we, just, we got to bounce back and yeah. forth between... Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Andrew. We'll oh. just go through the line. I, I When I host my parties, 
Mm. When I host my parties. Your fancy parties. My fancy parties. I'm never invited because I'm not fancy enough. like wine and charcuterie. Charcuterie. Little, um, those little, uh, shrimp things. Like a shrimp puff? Like a shrimp puff, but, like, not bad. Okay. Uh... (laughs) When when I the we'll pe- unpack his hatred of shrimp puffs later. <laughs> I like to invite some guests, right? Okay. And you know who else invited some guests oh, this this year? See, he's got a nice transition. Year? Points to Andrew this week. Um, freaking video games. <laughs> they invited a lot of guests to their parties this year, Andrew. So, I know a lot of people give Netherrealm a lot of doo doo for their guest character um nonsense. Like in Mortal Kombat X, they put Leatherface. Like, um, okay, I liked it a lot. He was a choice. Yeah. But like, having a game Mm -hmm. where I can have Hellboy, yeah, fight the Ninja Turtles, correct, in the Fortress of Solitude, gives me a sense of pleasure that I don't think you didn't think you needed. I didn't think I needed. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate what you just said. I do have to fact check a little Ooh, bit. Um, Ninja Turtle, because Leonardo was the only one in there. That's a really and obscure thing you're doing right it's now. Actually, it, it's Heckman, please, because this is a family-friendly podcast. Please, please refer to him as Heckman. The rules do not apply to the <laughs> fact checker. You done did said fuck. Um, <laughs> There's Tekken 7, which... Uh, I like geese. I don't know. I, not a lot of people know geese. Geese! Britain, I think, knows geese. Uh, I love them. I couldn't tell by that. Um, <laughs> and while it's kind of weird that Negan is going to be in the game. Yeah, that's kind of... But I don't, I don't need to talk about that because that's, that's next that's, year. That's this year. That's this year. That's this year. Yeah. But we're it, talking about We're talking 18. about last year. Yeah. And last year they had Noctis. His whole trailer was just ridiculous. It was really I think masturbatory. Yeah. Well, I think Walking Dead fans would really like it. Right. Yeah. Um, all the other characters from the the season pass seem really cool, but uh, the like Tekken Seven having Geese fight Akuma in mm-hmm. the Mishima Zaibatsu, that's another fun one. And Soul Calibur does their Soul Calibur thing. Geralt was in it. Geralt's really fun to play <laughs> mm-hmm. as, honestly. He's arguably the best. I have I not downloaded uh Two B yet, but I'm very excited to play as her. Mm-hmm. And um, Smash is kind of like guest characters of the game now. Kind of, yeah. With, with freaking Joker coming, that's yeah. kind of cool, but that's not that didn't happen yet. Uh, the announcement did, though. But the announcement did. True. So I, I like guest characters. The most exciting part of the Game Awards, honestly. Mm-hmm. Was the jo- yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I screamed. Well, it was like the, the last thing that happened. I was like sitting on, like I got up. Onto the couch, like yeah, this, I, I, and was he, like jumping. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I mean it's. I saw a post that it had, um, it had Snake, Joker, and um, Cloud, and it was like, Smash Bros is just making a better PlayStation All Stars. <laughs> it's true. Oh God, PlayStation All Stars. Anyway, I played it. Rest in peace. I, yeah, I had it. I played it. I didn't have it. I played it. And I learned, wow, this is not optimal. Uh, so my second point is the uh, the seeming return of Castlevania, and in a way, other retro. He that is part of his first one. Oh no, it oh, isn't. you're I, going into the second one, right? Because I created a whole transition for this, but I guess I wasn't going to use no, it. No, never mind. Sorry. Hey, Logan. What's yeah? Up? Okay. 
So my first one that ties into what I've been playing as of late is I labeled it, as people online have referred to it sometimes, Yeehaw Skyrim, which is Red Dead Redemption 2. So the story I'm going to tell about why I thought this was such a good experience for me is it was honestly a game I did not think I needed. Like, the first Red Dead was done well. I mean, it's Rockstar makes good games, sometimes overly detailed. Um, and so I really was like, eh, you know, whatever. And I got it for Christmas, and I'm like, well, you know, I'll throw it in. I did have to delete nearly half my hard drive to be able to play it, but that's Yeah, okay. it's like 100 gigabytes. Right. Um, it, it it did finally kill PUBG for me, so that's probably a good thing. Rest in That peace. I can leave in 2018. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I started playing, and honestly, it's like hours would go past, and I'm like, I'm still playing this game. And then it would be like later on, I'm like... Why am I, like, deep in the woods trying to hunt this one deer? Why am I having fun fishing? Like, it's just a game that I never thought I would really get so into, and I love it. Like, it's honestly, it's beautifully designed. It's overly ridiculously detailed. Sorry to everybody at Rockstar that had to specifically design how big a uh, horse's testicles were when it's cold outside. Um, they have like an algorithm for it. Yeah, like, like it, it's an almost annoyingly detailed, but like I enjoy it a lot, and I didn't think I would. But it begs the question: with it being a AAA title and all the money that had to be spent to develop it, how much was it? How much of it was like arguably unnecessary? Oh, I, I mean, a ton of it. Like honestly, there's you know some of the stuff that like. Literally every animal you can hunt, they had to design an animation for you skinning the animal right. and all that. kind. Of, like, a lot of it is unnecessary. But, I, I mean, I think to this point, that's kind of almost Rockstar's style. I mean, in... Unnecessary. Um, I agree. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let, let Logan express his opinion whether or not it is wrong or, or it is. I mean, I, I think it adds to it. Yeah. It, it makes it feel realistic. I think... If I would view it from a developer standpoint, I'd be like, I feel bad for these poor people. Like, dear God, let them go home to their families. Let's say but, I I run a ranch, right? Okay, yeah. A ranch with horses. Is it called mm -hmm. Ram Ranch? Is it a Hidden Valley Ranch? It's actually called Horse Ranch. Okay. Uh, Ram Ranch is better. Where they have horses. Was it kind of crazy? So you could refer to it as Cranch, Cran and maybe serve wings. Well, we. We do serve wings, but that, I, that that's another unnecessary detail. Anyway, okay, sorry. Um, the let's say I do that, mm -hmm. and I I load up Red Dead Redemption with my passion for horses, mm -hmm. um, and I notice the shrinkage of the horse's testicles mm -hmm. during winter. I exclaim my enjoyment of the attention to detail, mm -hmm. and I have a little bit more fun during that part. I really want to know what your point is. Yeah, where are we going with this? And then, let's say... There's a game with no testicle shrinkage. Let's say there's a game with no testicle shrinkage. Barbie okay. horse manager. Does there's, there's testicle shrinkage in that brand. Really intense testicle shrinkage. <laughs> That's let's, most of the game's memory. What will the cowboy... What will the one who runs Horse Ranch Ranch do? Will Will he complain? I don't think so. Is it? I, I guess I'll go back to this. Is it absolutely one thousand percent unnecessary? Yes. Does it add to the game? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it takes away if it's not there, but I guess it's just a level of 
detail. Actually, it's kind of, I have a funny story. I got a horse and it said it was female in the stable. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to name it Daisy because I was just playing Smash. Anyway. Hutcha. Hutcha. <laughs> and I get out and Amelia walks in. She's like, oh, she likes to name the horses. That's kind of part of how she's involved with my gameplay. Um, I can we, I can picture. We have some classics like Eric and I think Eric's the only one she named. <laughs> anyway, I didn't change many horses, so she I'm riding. She's like, "Oh, what's that horse?" Because she was like taking a nap or something. I was like, "Oh, I named this one Daisy." She's like, "That horse is a dude." And I'm like, "No, it's not." And she's like, "It's got it's got balls," and so I got, I got off because I'm not looking at the horse's balls while I'm trying to look down the road. So I looked and I'm like, "Oh no, the stable lied to me." So. Wow. I, so Daisy is a male horse. Hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with <coughs> that. He's proud of what his name. That's I guess my story. Gotcha. That's a really good story. It's fun. There's a lot of like, why, Yeehaw Skyrim is like I think a lot of the side quests and stuff like that are genuinely fun, which I think is why people like, why people love Skyrim in general. I mean Oblivion's beloved as well, but. It's because of the side quests, I think. I think the main story of Skyrim is arguably pretty cut and dry boring. But, like, the rest of the game is what makes it fun. And I think yeah. similar to Red Dead 2 is that, yeah, the main story, you're an outlaw and you're trying to get your camp going, blah, 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 blah. But, like, I think some of the other random stuff that happens and, you know, like, hunt, hunting down, like, former gunslingers to get their story and yeah. stuff like that makes it kind of continues the playability. I really like the um the dirty arty series on YouTube where they just try and get Arthur as like dirty and gross and evil as possible, which is not that hard. Right. Honestly, it's harder to be a good person in Red Dead than it is like I was telling Britain briefly before this Andrew and I will shorten it cuz it's a long story, but more of the story I did exactly what a quest told me to do and it in a town and it set off like somebody witnessed the crime I committed and I'm like shit so I went to go and stop him because I didn't you know what he would not stop so I had to murder him somebody witnessed that murder so I had to murder that person then somebody witnessed that murder so I went from like I did arguably a semi good thing in the game to then it was like five bad things in a row and it was like no you do not get to be a good person Arthur Morgan you have to be a bad man and you better kill those old Driscolls. A stinky, stinky, dirty whole, bad man. whole thing. Yeah. Fun. Star Wars Battlefront got good, um, and I'm just as shocked that EA and DICE went in and fixed it as much as everyone else. But I am glad that it happened, ultimately. Um, True. I feel like the free content comprising the prequel saga, as well as all the balance changes that have happened, mm-hmm. um, have really like improved what was kind of a really not good game. Right. No, I mean, like, it, you're right. It started off just pretty bad. And like, ended up uh, a garbage fire. But, like, the first... I, I really enjoyed Battlefront, mm-hmm. like, the 2012? 14? Yeah, I think so. It's old. It, it, yeah, early this generation. But it was, it was fun enough, and they yeah. added the squad system from that to Battlefront 2. Um, they got rid of the microtransaction system after all of that. Mm-hmm. hoopla that had occurred um and it shows that like while the game started rocky and with all of the criticism that was valid the team is dedicated to making this a strong star wars title and like while i am equally upset that 
EA is just kind of canceling all of these Star Wars games that yeah. are being pitched or Rest in, peace. in production and that could have been really cool and doubling efforts to work on this game. Like, at least we're getting something good out right. of it. Yeah. Um, as, and it's a beautiful game. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at it all the time and I'm like, I, it looks so good. Yeah. Um, and the only, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh. The only downside that I'd have to say in the recent editions is that they were freaking fools. And didn't add Obi-Wan's Jedi Starfighter. Like, that is the biggest right. disgrace ever. Right. But they did add the uh, Clone Wars armor. Yeah, that I wanted, which was cool. And I was very excited about that. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm still going to be playing this game as long as the content is coming out for it, probably. Yeah. And Dooku's coming this month, right? Yep. Yeah. Ooh. It also kind of proves literally something we've said on this podcast a bazillion times. That if you don't like microtransactions... Be, you can pay with your wallet, vote with your wallet, and, like, things might change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think a lot of the the problems for it came from everybody being, like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is ludicrous yeah. the mm-hmm. way it was. So by not buying it, obviously, they start to see that this isn't as profitable. Right. And come up with other ways to supplement it. And I think it's this star card equipment system is better now than it right. was when Absolutely. that was a thing. And I think they fixed it, too, that they almost it's almost to their own benefit of, okay, if you don't want to pay us money so you can look like Donald Glover, mm-hmm. then you do what I did, and you're like, okay, then I'm going to play your game a shit a ton so that yeah. I can get enough points that I can look like him. Mm-hmm. My Lando... Will probably never be Billy D. Williams again. Love you, Billy D. But yeah, it's, it's just looking it's at Donald, just Glover's Donald Glover's beautiful face on oh, my screen. Entirely Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Castlevania is kind of back. Yeah. Which is cool. The show was good. The, they re-released one of the best games alongside a okay, a decent, a good game with it. And, like, Simon and Richter are in Smash, and people buy Smash, and, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I see a bright future for Castlevania. And, like, Mega Man 11 came out yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Mega Man and Spyro. Like, I, I think I don't like uh, nostalgia pandering a lot, but I think if people want these games, and they make good versions of these games that people want, it'll happen, it'll be fun. I want Kirby 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, real bad. But Star Allies, uh, kind of like, kind of like Battlefront, uh, got a lot better over time, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to pay extra. Yeah, all the DLC for that was free, which was nice. <clears throat> so, if you, like, if you want to get that game, you can do it now, and you're gonna get your money's worth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, People are being smart. There you go. I don't have much else to say about that one. Cool. Just the return of old things that have a prospect of being good again. Well, I think, it's comfortable. I think tied in is the fact that, with, with you mentioning Mega Man, is like Smash is just such a powerhouse to kind of revitalize franchises. Mm-hmm. Like when they brought, like that one, the reveal trailer for Mega Man for Wii U was like, the most love Mega Man got from anybody in, like, decades. Yeah. Like, that one trailer, I was like, wow, Nintendo just showed more love for Mega Man than Capcom has since the last I could remember. And, like, I think same to Castlevania. Like, even that 
reveal was good, and I think my hope is that it'll be a similar thing that maybe it'll really kind of inspire yeah. more than like I mean, Pachinko games. The anime came out, which definitely increased yeah. a lot of eyes and fans on of the series. Um, and then it being in Smash just kind of continuously opens them up to a different generation who may have not played any of the Castlevania games because there hasn't been right. a traditional style like Egovania one in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they was on the DS, and like kids probably right don't give a shit. So like it's it, important to see them elsewhere, and especially with them being such good characters in it, I think that inspires it too. Because I I think that's how I felt. Now I didn't get into it much, but like when I first got uh, Melee, and I'm like, who are Martha and Roy? Who are these people? Like you kind of look into it more, and it's like, oh, there's this whole series called whatever. So hopefully there's some kids out there that are like, I really like playing as this Simon guy. Who is he? Then, like, maybe yeah. they get in and play Castlevania or, you know. Man, what's this big dragon? Raffleof. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of big dragons, <laughs> the Avengers movie. Um, <laughs> Wait, Avengers came out? Yeah, there was a whole thing. So I guess what I want to do with this is tie a couple things in so infinity war at this point almost feels a bit annoying like it's not been out a full year like let's just let that sink in that that has not been out a year i feel like the press cycle of infinity war Mm -hmm. has decreased my life expectancy by at least 25 years right ironically that might come up in another thing later right so I think what it is for me is not necessarily that Infinity War was one of the best things of the year, but I think more so that it ended up being fine. Like, it was good. Like, that movie could have been absolute 100% hot trash. Right. Like, with, you know, if you look at the comic book stories of, you know, Thanos and his love for death and everything like that, they could have done that, and it would have been the goofiest piece of bullshit ever. And then Adam Warren's just like, I got this. Yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, ways that that film could just have been absolute shit. Yeah. Like, especially bringing the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy to get, like, there's a lot of ways that Infinity War could have just been a complete mess. So I part- mean, it had its issues. Yeah, no, it's but- definitely not perfect. I mean, you have plot holes in there the size of Thanos's butt. Uh, Damn. <laughs> just big. Um, little known fact, that's going to be a big reveal for Endgame. Is his butt's actually... Really butt. Is Titan. Titan is his butt. Uh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I think that's it, is is mainly my point that it's... Um, that they're doing these things They did justice. it fine. Yeah, like it, it... Could the film have been better? Yeah, but I, I'm not going to... That would also negate one of my negative points from for the next time. But... Um, you know, everyone wants to write it a way that they could see it. And I, but I guess the way that they put this together, I think, was at least one of the better attempts that they could have done with this storyline. Like, is it rushed? Absolutely. Is the pacing of that film absolutely bonkers? 1,000%. Yeah. But, what else could they have done, though? Right. For I, I guess they were given this colossal task. So I'm, I'm comparing this almost to Justice League. That Justice League had this impossible task of, well, we never frickin' established half these people, let's smash them together, and they shit the bed. Like, Infinity War, yes, they had established some of these people, but 
they could have they could have shit the bed easily with okay well the Avengers didn't know the Guardians of the Galaxy existed and the Avengers were broken up anyway and all this right. stuff but I think it still flowed and was fine like even though it's kind of weird that it's like oh Doctor Strange is talking to Iron Man now it just kind of worked also the memes afterwards with all the dusted people have had brought me joy so. The memes are a part of it as well. On the counterpoint, the means to it also extended my, <laughs> decreased my lifespan yeah. by like 25 years. So I'm looking at like maybe a good five years left. Britain's got five years yeah. And it's all uh, Marvel because, Studios' fault. Because of fucking Marvel Studios. Yeah. Like, um, I just, I get really tired of the pop culture comic book movie. Yeah. Endless, like. Well, don't get into that quite yet. Because I'm going to talk about it later. Right. It's just every time I, I open up the internet, I I don't need to see right. some random... Did Spider-Man get off the bus? Like, yeah. That's the, no, like, that fuck could off. be one of my negatives. I guess well, I'm not looking at all of that, per se. I'm just, I think, once again, my, I think one of the best is that it didn't turn out to be garbage. Yeah. 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 Like, it's the opposite of Iron Man 3. See, some people really like Iron Man. Well, 3. Some people I've come to learn really that some people Britain. really like Iron Man. I really hate Iron Man three. Andrew, don't you talk to me if you like Iron Man. 3. I like to. It's like it's the same as all the other Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. Except the Mandarin literally became a fart joke. I thought that was okay though, because I didn't see it coming at all. Well, and I guess maybe that's part of why I liked Infinity War is there was humor, but Marvel has a problem that they get a laugh and then they just want to like. It becomes almost like a Family Guy episode. They just want to fart and puke all over the screen so people will laugh. Right, but like people liked Ragnarok though. Well, yeah, yeah. Ragnarok was like a giant fart joke. Yeah, right. and I guess that's the. It, there is a balance because I see you're right. Ragnarok kind of worked. Iron Man three for me, it was like right after the Avengers, the and it was the like, tone of Iron Man three wasn't supposed to be far joke. The right. tone of Ragnarok was supposed. Well, to be especially far when joke. you look at the first half of it, like literally, I remember thinking in the theater, which is such a bonkers idea in retrospect now. Now that what that film ended up being, when you had almost all the like terroristic kind of videos that the Mandarin had in it, I was like honestly creeped out, and I was like, damn. I mean, it's Ben Kingsley; he's a great actor. Like, I remember thinking, I was like, this is, you know, this is almost, like, Dark Knight Joker level. Like, he's doing a great job. And then he literally is like, oh, I took a shit in there. Don't go in there. It's like, you built all this hype for just absolute garbage. Also, Fin Fang Foom wasn't in it. That's true. Well, I want him to be in Defenders, but we'll talk about that another day. Anyway. Also, Black Panther was good in pretty much every way. I didn't put that as one of my tops because... Really, Black Panther feels like that happened two years ago. But it was everything about Okay, we're back. So, yeah. Black Panther... I, that probably should be my point, is how beautiful Black Panther just was. Just Black Panther. Just, in general. Like, yeah. everything about it. But, once again, I think because it was early 2018, it feels like it feels, so long it ago. It feels like a whole other Like, like when I see lifetime. it getting, like, Golden Globe nominations and stuff like that, I'm like, that film was last year. And it just doesn't sit right. Almost last year. Yeah. Also, Chadwick Boseman's in his, like, mid-40s, mm-hmm. which is just weird to think about. So, Britton, it's your turn again for your your best. Um, I think that 
for my final best that Sony investing in big budget single player experiences like God of War and Spider Man is like literally the best thing that has happened I mean, to those two this console like, generation. Those those were two of like the best the biggest games, games this year by like, far. They made a shit ton of money. Yeah, they were both incredibly well reviewed by like. Well, God of War won Game of Year, right? Yeah. Game of the Year. Yeah, and like yeah. Did he that... make the boy go get the award? <laughs> the award. Yes, he did. He <laughs> yeah, was he like, did. he was like, um, it was like, and the award goes to, and then there was like silence, and he said, "Read it, boy," and then the crowd like flipped their wigs, like they they went bonkers. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I hated God of War, like actively hated God of War. The and franchise. Kratos. Yeah, like. Just it was stupid. It was over the top. It was hyper masculine. It was like this. It, I it was not for me, and I right. never enjoyed many of the games in the series. But this took a a character that had been through like really kind of bad characterization for a long time, and just started fresh and mm-hmm. created this like beautiful experience. And I just I I loved God of War so much this yeah. year, last year, um, and the fact that that happened because Sony was willing to give that opportunity to to Santa Monica, and and be like, look, this isn't what the franchise is known for, but this is what you should do moving forward. Like that's just like that's I I think that even though obviously Sony is a big like huge mega corporation or whatever and. It's it's important to recognize that not every game and not every AAA game has to have the same practices. Right, doesn't have to have the same style, and I feel like that's that was the trend for a lot of 2017 and most of 2018. Yes, for for other um, companies. So like just the fact that both of these games came out in the same year is kind of just a testament to why Sony doesn't feel like they need to be at E3 this year. Like they right. they know that that what they have is a strong lineup, and the people agree. Yeah, true. I'll probably get the Spider Man um downloadable content when I get bored this year. Mm. I've heard good things because like I've also enjoyed that game to like an astronomical degree. Yeah, it's like Arkham Asylum but better. Do you have the Tobey Maguire suit? Not well. I haven't played it. In a hot minute, but I bet I will if I play it again. Which my was my favorite thing is fans just like absolutely demanded that, and they're like, "Yeah, fine, here Which it is." Which is weird because I don't. Well, then people got mad because it wasn't exactly perfect, and then like, it was like, that that get, whole thing like, is a different. That. That's yeah. a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just obviously I don't want to sound like I'm just like tooting Sony's horn all the time because I feel like I do that. But you know, if Microsoft had similar quality first-party titles, then we would be praising them, too. I actually can't think of a single thing from Microsoft that I was like, oh, yeah. They didn't have, like, a single um, well-reviewed first-party title in 2018. Yeah. Because God of War was 2017. Not God of War. Gears of War was 2017. And Gears of War is not God of War, that's for sure. Right. Yeah. there wasn't any Halo. But that's probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. They do need to take more time on Infinite, which is something we'll talk about eventually. Yes. Um. So okay, what's your what's your final point? Number three. My final point is similar to your point, but with uh horror movies. Mm. So you you know when you were a wee lad and you're on Sci Fi Channel, mm-hmm. 
and you just saw the first Friday the 13th movie, and you're like, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then you saw every other one, and you're like, wow, those are, for, those are terrible. Um, Except for Jason X. Well, those are, like, silly fun, and I do appreciate those kind of movies a lot. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but, be. yeah, can't be. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the whenever they tried to make remakes of these movies, like Nightmare on Elm Street, they would poop themselves, more or less. Yeah. I would say... They were unaware and, like... Yeah. The Friday the 13th remake was literally a porno with some Jason. Like, jump scary. They're trying to emulate the old style, but it doesn't work anymore. Right. So, uh... Rob, I mean, not to... to I, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you finish, but, like, when, I think when Rob Zombie did the first Halloween remake, yeah, that, that one, one was good, but was I agree. Okay. Afterwards, Elm Street was shit. Yeah. Friday the 13th, as I said, was a porno with some horror movie elements. And, like, if you're looking for that, you know, go for it, dude. Yeah, whatever. People, everyone. Halloween remake was... Not remake. Halloween 2018 was so good. It wasn't a horror movie. They used... They took the characters, they took the story, they took out all the camp from the sequels and made it, like, palatable. Mm-hmm. and action-oriented and fun uh, with good characters that weren't, like, decided upon by a room of old white men mm-hmm. that thought, oh, man, let's have kill some hot girls. Uh, Which there are some girls there, that are murdered. There are Spoiler. some girls that are murdered, and some there may or may not be attractive depending it, on your Jamie bumpers. Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, yeah, oh, my God, <laughs> Jamie Lee. She's back. Curtis. <laughs> She's she, the best part of that movie. She is. She she's is the, the best reason. part of every movie. True. Well, even the one she's not even part of. She's she's so good in, in Mission Impossible. <laughs> but yeah, I hope this sets off like some sort of spark, and that I'm, will light the fire shush, that stop. will burn stop. down stop. the first order. Stop. B. <laughs> I love Oscar Isaac. Oh, who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> where was I? God dang it, Britain. Now you're thinking about Oscar Isaac, aren't you? I'm just thinking about Oscar Isaac. I I but don't oh. think about him in X-Men Apocalypse, because that's uh, not good. The Last of Us. That was my point. Okay. So, you know how The Last of Us, when that came out, I didn't really care about it. People liked it a lot. I'm glad it's getting a sequel. I'm probably not going to get it. The First of Us. It's a prequel. GLE. We really <laughs> are The Last of Us. Anyway, a bunch of games came out afterward that were just The Last of Us without the fungus zombies. It's still happening. It's still happening. I want that to happen with horror movies. I want them to remake Friday the 13th, but, like, not remake it. Like, actually give it a different perspective. Like, think about it. I think there's an interesting trend kind of happening now with... I mean, we'll see if it ends up being good, but even the Ghostbusters that they're 2020... Like... Came out of nowhere, out of left field. Well, I heard, like, I saw the title, and then I'm like, oh, that's, and then I'm like, oh, there's actually, like, a teaser already? Like, how is that? But anyway, but I think there's an interesting thing now of, like, I think people are starting to realize remake is bad. Like, we can make it still part of the same universe. It just can be set in modern day. Like, I think there's more and more credence to we can do a modern Halloween and connect it to what was existed before. Yeah. Without like, forcing it to be right. the same horror movie. Yeah. I think if Halloween does nothing other than, I'm going to use a marketing word, but it it's like, it's refreshing the these brands and like right. these IPs. And like, 
That's I, I understood what you said. You yeah, like too crazy. <laughs> no, I know. It's just like the Halloween m- movie that came out last year borrows a lot of imagery, music, um, visual style from the first one. So that people that know that will enjoy will it. appreciate too. it, but update it with characters and situations that are exclusive to our time now. Mm-hmm. It's that, it, like the camera work was very horror movie centric, but also better than that. It's like right. when you watch The Force Awakens. It really felt like this, like it was, it kind of was filmed like The Strangers. Yeah. Um, like just like a lot of just still camera and then things happening in frame mm. and then he was intimidating yeah and well like, obviously things happening in frame but like it, it's a, a prolonged shot and there are multiple many things happening yeah yeah there's out there's like a 10 minute scene where we are just following almost over his shoulder that was so good it was so good and then he goes into houses just stabs people like <laughs> like that that's what you'll get if you want the slasher stuff but you also get people that seem more like people and not like Let's have sex through drugs and get killed. Yeah. Yeah. They act more like normal people. Even the character that was let's have sex and smoke drugs and get killed were like likable and And like they had rational moments. Mm -hmm. Let's smoke sex and get I guess get drugs still works. (laughs) Well, but that's like like teenagers and and like young adults do do that. Yeah, but but it but in the films, they definitely make them a lot more exaggerated. We ain't yeah. stupid no more. We ain't in the, the woods. The heck. Anyway. Nobody goes in the woods. No Nobody more. goes in the woods anymore. <laughs> they outlawed the woods. Stupid old people. Dear Boy Scouts <laughs> of America, there's no more woods. Fuck your woods. You're done with the woods. You leave them alone. Um, <laughs> okay. Stop coming in the woods. Complete. Completely shifting the gears from coming in the woods. Um, so. As you know, especially if you've listened to Brit and I talk about them for any amount of time ever, um, Andrew, I don't actually don't know how you feel about the McElroys. Do you have a... I love the McElroys. Okay. So I'll throw, like, like, they're, they are brothers to each other and to me. Yes. Like, I, I think it's no secret that we have an absolute love for what they do. And I think one of the big things for me that made... Like, it was just kind of a nice moment for me in this is, like, I appreciate any time they get any amount of uh, fame or, you know, respect that they deserve. Because, like, the more you even hear about them and, like, their tragic story with their mother and everything like that, yeah. like, it, there are just people that it's, like, when they do well, it makes me feel well. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, for me, when the the Adventure Zone graphic novel was a New York Times bestseller, like... They were blown away and thought, like, they honestly thought it was a joke at first when they were told. And, like, the graphic novel in and of itself, if you've never listened to The Adventure Zone, I've talked about it before on here. But it's it's just so well done, and mm-hmm. it's a good story. And, like, all around, like, they even did extensive, like, they talked to the LGBT community about representation in it because they wanted, like, you know, Taco is bisexual, I believe. And, but anyway, they're, they're like, they didn't want it to be insulting, like how sometimes that representation can be. Like, Just make ev- sure they know what they're doing. Right. They, they, it's like, you know, I don't want to play what a straight white man thinks a yeah. gay elf character would be. Like, I want to do it be right. Be a gay elf character. Right. And they do, like, the storytelling in the podcast itself is so good, and I'm I'm so happy that now that maybe people that don't 
want to listen to a podcast, which is a weird thing to say on a podcast, but, you know, like are afraid to, you know, like, I don't, I don't feel like I want to do that, but I love graphic novels now have an opportunity to kind of get that story. I mean, they might not get some of the jokes maybe as well. Like I feel like listening to it first and then being able to read the graphic novels yeah, makes it a much better experience. And I think the artwork in it is done super well and, just, like, everything as a whole, I'm just very glad that that went out and, like, did so well. I'll definitely look into that now because I didn't know that it existed. I knew about the um, graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it won anything or that the podcast existed. Yeah. So it's listening to the podcast, especially if, <clears throat> like, I've heard there's two ways to listen to it, that either you listen to it as it was coming out and it was just kind of like, oh, everything's funny and goofy, or they're like, or you binged the entire series and you had your heart ripped out through your chest. Because, mm. like, especially when you get near the end, like, Griffin has these big monologue-type speeches about things. And, it, like, listening to it, like, I did get emotional. Because it's, like, you... it's It's been a long time since I've listened to something and I've connected to characters. Like, right. the characters that they do in it, especially... Um, Travis's character, Magnus, you can tell he loves the character he created. And, like, near the end, he was sad because he wasn't going to be that character anymore. Now, the Adventure Zone, it's still going on, but they've done a different arc. The balance arc is by far the best Hmm. to me. I'm not a huge fan of... um, Oh, gosh, what is it even called? The newest one. Anyway. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, They're okay, but it's not nearly as good, but... I'm just glad that that's doing well, and then uh, they have another one coming out, like the second part in it, so each, they have multiple parts of the whole story, so the second book, The Murder on the Rockport Limited, is coming out, I think in February, maybe March at the latest. This year. This year, but (laughs) yeah, no, I'm excited for that one, that was one of my favorite uh, stories of the whole arc. That's good. So if anybody doesn't know anything about the McElroys, I just bored you for like oh, 10 minutes. <laughs> look into the, look a up. A fun uh, family of of content creators, funny, good individuals. Yeah, I mean, they have like a whole, like, an, uh, like empire like an, um, yeah, a straight of up empire. podcasts. You know, like yeah. each person, like they have my brother, my brother and me, which the three of them do together, the Adventure Zone, which they do with their dad. Um, and then each person at least has, I think, their own podcast with their wife. Yeah. Like, I know there's Schmanners and Sawbones and Wonderful. Like, there's a ton that they do. What's the What's the doctor one? That's Sawbones. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Justin and his wife, um, Sydney. It's his wife's name. I basically follow their whole family on every social media. They bring me joy, Andrew. Not many things. I think I do on Twitter, but that's it. That's kind of how I wanted to wrap this up for me is, like, not many things. I mean, I got married, so that obviously was the highlight of my year. <laughs> Best of 2018, <laughs> Logan's wedding. But I didn't want to make. Fuck God Award. I didn't, I didn't want to make a, a media-related podcast be like, <laughs> the best thing was my wedding. Obviously, that was the best thing for me. But I think media-wise, what honestly brought me the most happiness in a year that was arguably pretty dark right um was a lot of the stuff that they did yeah no that that's that's valid and like it definitely is good to see considering how big of an influence they were on a lot of the um 
things that like we tried doing like with the early podcast and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like some of that was more obvious than other things, but I think definitely just the the idea that not everything has to be so like serious. All oh the yeah. Time, I guess is is one of those things because with the podcast, this podcast, like we started out very like just like news centric. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's become less and less and less that as time yeah. has gone on. Um, but I think that's for the better. I agree. Andrew. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I, I, that I was like, your cue. I, I just like participating, guys. I like I like being here. I just like there being you go. Here. Um, I just like watching you. I just like watching. So it's this is a really long episode, and um, we were originally going to do the worst of 2018 on the same part as this, but guess what? I don't want to do that to any of you. So we're gonna do that next week. <laughs> you don't want them to sit here for another hour and listen to what we think sucked, the, which will probably take us two hours to talk about things. The, things the I, three I like hour things uh, I don't like year and. Uh, extravaganza guys. The the traditional it won't turn off holiday episode. The grief the errands the airing of, of the grievances. grievances. Yeah. yeah. We don't have the eggnog. We don't know. Or or do we? They don't know. Yeah. So thank you for listening to this episode of It Won't Turn Off. Um let us know what your favorite things of twenty eighteen were. We know that, you know, obviously it wasn't the best year, but there were some good parts to it. You yeah. you you make the best out of your years, guys. And really think through it, I guess, because that's like I have with the Black Panther part is like there were so many times where I thought I'm like, oh, that was so long ago, but this year was at least three years. Yeah, so. yeah, I, <laughs> yeah I, this was, this, I, I had to think a lot. We were in like a Dyson sphere for a year. Yeah, I think. but it's alright. Dyson sphere. Yeah, it's, it's like it, it it's goes Halo. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Dyson. <laughs> like the vacuum? vacuum? We, were, the, we were the also ball. in the dirt container in the Dyson That's ball. a good metaphor, almost. <laughs> That's, it works. We are sucking up the dirt, but there's still a lot of it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please find us on Twitter, twitter.com, at IWTO Podcast, at IWTO Podcast on Facebook. Um, you can find us, I think, soon on Spotify. I'm trying to make it work. So if it happens, you'll be the first to know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, I'm, we're almost con- contemplating doing some other things as well this year. Um, I kind of want to get back into trying to do some video content. Yeah. Um, I like that. Cause that was fun. Maybe streaming if it's viable. Um, cause that's just like a big commitment, but that's where a lot of the audience is at this point and well, that's just kind of adapting definitely listen to whatever you guys have to provide for us and mm-hmm. consider it mm-hmm. for sure but make sure to listen next week while we shit where on we 2018 shit on so many things some and also each other you're probably. getting wrecked 20 there's like we're gonna talk about telltale we're gonna talk about nintendo we're gonna talk about shonen jump like there's a <laughs> There's a cavalcade <laughs> of bullshit that we have so to sift So buckle in through. next week. This was all nice and fluffy. And next fun week and emo- yeah. comes the Thunderdome. <laughs> the Thunderdome. <laughs> Here's our outro music. But up up. <laughs>